Welcome to Meet Me in the Movies. I am getting my liquid refreshment so I can make it through this show. Noel that, T. That is second. water, I hope. <laughs> what, what? Is that water? I hope no, it's, it's water. It's liquid fi- courage. Yeah, but. this is this is the official water from the movie Promare. This is fire water. <laughs> fire water from is, Promare. Is it made from horses? <laughs> no, it was not. Horse saliva. No, no, no horses were injured in the making of this water. So, <laughs> welcome to Meet Me in the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning the second. Uh, beside Cam Number one, uh, 50 years in show business. Dude, I am just amazed at you. Norville Rogers, uh, better known to the uh, animated world uh, as Shaggy. Welcome, Shaggy Norville Rogers. Did you know that Shaggy had a name? I did not. Yeah, Norville Rogers, 50 years. Celebrating 50 years in the show business, so welcome. Glad to have you. It's good. I'm sick of that dog. <laughs> <laughs> what about Scrappy? You know, it all. you know, you really didn't. I, I never got a sense that your chemistry was Scrappy, dude. No, we talked about having him put down. But I <laughs> never understood the hate Scrappy got. Never understood the hate. Uh, it's, it's obvious, I think. That's Greg Tillman. I uh, appreciate Greg just uh, sitting over there and looking so pretty. And uh, <laughs> Douglas Davidson. Yeah, that's not water, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Douglas Davidson. Davidson over here back again uh, from ElementsOfMadness.com. That is correct. That is correct. That is correct. Uh, Douglas, good to have you, man. Uh, we're going to talk. Uh, talk Always glad to be here. A, a few movies today. I'm uh, glad you drove all the way from. Uh, <laughs> from what the heck was that? Right. <laughs> I dropped my script. <laughs> Thanks for driving wherever you drove from. No, you're very, very welcome. It was, glad to be it here. Was, it was more than two miles, so we will we will share that. But ElementsOfMadness.com is where you can find uh, Douglas's work, and work of others yes, as well. Absolutely. So, uh, back uh, on the Tim Cam, I've got Tim Foster, and we do appreciate Tim keeping us uh, in, in, in shape. Thomas Manning, he's going to join us after the break. Uh, he is wearing a shirt this time that looks a little different. There's Derek, <laughs> crazy Derek. What the heck was that all about, man? It looked like I some he was kind supposed of, to be in here. It, I know that 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 was just the strangest thing. That was like a bobblehead on steroids. What was going on? That's Derek. That. Yeah. I don't know what that was about, but this is Meet Me at the Movies. We're going to talk movies. Uh, a lot to talk about. Uh, and diving into movie news first. Uh, now, as, as of the taping of this show, uh, there's a little thing called Movie Pass. Now, Movie Pass uh, has suspended services as of last week. Now, that could change. You know, the, the, they know a little bit about, about change. Now, Douglas, were you uh, a part I of the- I missed it. I so, you, so missed it, and I wish, wish I'd known about it yeah. when it was still available. Yeah. I would have used the heck out of that. Well, uh, Greg and I have been talking about Movie Pass for quite a while. Now you had it for a while, didn't you? I had it for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know the the it, the concept of it was launched back in 2011, and uh, the uh, the founders behind it were looking for this thing to compete with, you know, not really compete with, but be the movie service, the theater service, kind of what Netflix did for Humble for videos. Down. And, uh, you know, they tried to do some beta testing early in 2011. It just didn't work. And then in 2012, they, they officially launched. And at that time, their services launched for about $24 to $34. And it was during award season. 
And that started the ball rolling. And uh, in 2014, I didn't realize this till later, but AMC actually partnered with MoviePass. Oh. Uh, and that lasted for about three years. And then in 2017, they severed ties. And at that point, uh, MoviePass dropped their prices to $9.95 a month. Mm -hmm. A movie a day, really limited restrictions, except you couldn't go back and see the same film. That was really their only restriction. At that point, within just a short amount of time, 150,000 people signed up like right away. That's, that's when I got on board, right. was August of 2017. For the next year, year and a half, all sorts of weird things happened. Uh, you know, AMC kind of severed ties because they said, we, you can't sustain this. We, we don't want to partner with you. The you business can't model wasn't the business, valid. The business model wouldn't work. But with MoviePass, they said, look, it's a MasterCard. As long as you accept MasterCard, we're going to do it. Well, yeah. funding dried up. They borrowed. Funding dried up. They borrowed. Then they started doing some things where they cut back on the services provided. Yep. That continued for quite a while. And really, it was the summer of, of 18 that all sorts of chaos happened where they started increasing fees, started cutting back how often you could go and what movies you could see. And then they knocked, uh, you know, they basically said, Blockbusters are out of the picture. You can't see blockbusters. So it just continued. The spiral just went down and down and down, and they continued to lose money. Uh, November of 18, they uh, had lost $130 million within a quarter. Wow. So it just, the, the business model wasn't there. The concept was there, uh, and the idea for a subscription service to work, I think, works if you can find a way to make it happen. AMC came You're out with their, their own, own plan. right? Yeah, and so it's Regal. So yeah, and Regal did as well, and then there's been another service that has gone in to try to compete with that MoviePass model. But I, I think the model, the concept works. I think the subscription service works. I mean, it was obvious that people are willing to pay a certain amount of money. Mm -hmm. uh, the AMC plan, $20 a month, give Something or take, like that, yeah. uh, and you get to see up to three films per week, which is a pretty good deal. Not yeah. many people are going to go see a movie every single day. And you get to use it for pre-orders, too. So oh, if a movie yeah, comes really? out, you can pre-order the ticket with it. It just means that until you see the film, the ticket's gone. So you're only, you've only got right. the two. Right. Yep. There are programs called what? Stubs? Uh, stubs. stubs. Yeah, okay. and you've got different versions of the Stubs. You've got a you say like 12 premiere. films for 20 bucks a month? That's a steal, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty yeah. good. It's a good deal. Yeah. And what's great with the AMC uh, Stubbs list or A-list, a that's what it is, Stubbs mm -hmm. A-list, is that it works, as I understand it, for all the formats. So you yep. can see a 3D movie. Okay. You can see a Dolby IMAX. Cinema, IMAX. Yeah, we're not absolutely. talking matinees here either. We're talking no, no, exactly. it's anytime. Films yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And, and there's no, and you can go see brand new films too, so there's no blocks. So it's a, it's a, a good, good deal. deal. It's yeah. a good deal. All right, well, uh, well that, that went a little longer than I anticipated. But, I'll edit it. I'll edit it. But we wanted to let you know about MoviePass and uh, the demise of MoviePass. Because it's a movie show, and we're going to do a movie review right now with Mr. Douglas Davidson. Uh, we're going to talk about this brand-new film, Brad Pitt, uh, in this film that looks like a, a mixture of Interstellar meets Gravity uh, meets uh, Beverly Hillbillies. The first sci-fi film with banjo music in it. No, no banjo music. No, no banjo music. But Ad Astra and actually talking about Stubbs A-list and the different kinds of formats, I was lucky enough to see this in Dolby Cinema. It is gorgeous. And if you're remotely a fan of IMAX, I, I almost guarantee you 
that is going to be the premier experience you want to go for. Not that a normal theatrical experience won't still get across everything, but it's just so beautiful. The music is fantastic, and there's so many layers to this film. Uh, you described it as, uh, what was it, Beverly Hillbillies? <laughs> Gravity Interstellar. Gravity Interstellar. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, if you want to try and make it as accessible as possible, yes, combining it with Interstellar and Gravity would be a great way to do it. It's but a not very the personal, Beverly No. I thought you were actually going there. Okay. <laughs> There's some aspects where there is some discussion of humanity. It's a... It's, As they did in the Beverly Hillbillies. Yes, they exactly. did. Yes, they did. The, the riches and the pores and how do we deal with this? But what's really interesting about the movie is in the advertising for it, they have a couple of action set pieces. Those set pieces are actually more about the commentary of the time and what's going on rather than um, an action set piece that moves us from point A to point B. It's something that's more about the character and how the character looks at the world and the conflict that's going on within the character. Interesting. Yeah, Brad Pitt, he plays a major Roy McBride who's tasked with communicating with his father, Clifford McBride, played by Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. because there are these surges of energy that are hitting the earth and causing enormous destruction. And it's, they think it is coming from way out in space by Neptune and where Clifford McBride was last seen. So it's very personal because Roy hasn't seen his father in over 30 years. He's grown up without a father. Wow. And he's become an astronaut in a space, we'll call it space soldier because he's part of Space Command that's under the United States government. And he sort of looked up to this thing, but what happens when you come into conflict with this version of a father figure that you haven't really had communication with? What do you, how do you cope with the, this new information? And the cinematographer, you mentioned Interstellar, it's Hoyt Van uh, Hoytima, who actually worked on Interstellar, who worked on Dunkirk, who worked on Her, all of which are big in scope in terms of the events that are happening, yeah. but they're actually small stories. Gotcha. And that's how Ad Astra works. Gotcha. So if you go into it thinking it's this big action film, you're going to be, you're gonna okay. be so wrong. But it is a wonderful, devastating sort of piece of, of work. Sounds really like an wonderful. intimate kind of film. Yeah. Very much so, even though you are traveling from Earth to the moon to yeah. Mars, past Jupiter all the way to Neptune. Okay. So it's not really about that. It's not way. at all. Yeah, yeah. So it's an inward journey, as much of, much of an inward journey as anything else. As an outward yeah. one, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So uh, the three key points, as far as the three strongest points, cinematography. Absolutely. Uh, what about score? Score is wonderful, particularly as it ties into the narrative element. There are moments where the music is playing and yet you'll hear voices almost in the way that the story is very internal. Mm -hmm. So is, yeah. Brad, is Brad Pitt's character sort of thinking of these things? So it's really wonderful in that regard. Mm -hmm. And the performances are great. Yeah. It takes a while to really connect with Roy McBride, sort of in the same way that some had problems with uh, Ryan Gosling in First Man, yep. because that performance of Neil was a little yeah. inward. Right. But I found myself surprisingly emotional by the end of the film. Wow, okay. I really, okay. really did. What's your rating? Uh, four and a half, so an A, a yeah. nine out of ten. You gotta get on the report card, man. A. An, an A. a. <laughs> <laughs> an A for Ad Astro, which is in theaters now. And we're gonna go, we're gonna keep with you, Douglas. We're gonna let sure. you talk about uh, another film as well, neither Wolf nor, nor Dog. Mm -hmm. And this is a film based on a best selling book. Yes, sir. as well from, from several years ago. So I'm interested to hear about this. And it's a movie that's been in the works for quite some time. Absolutely. I believe it originally came out, it was either 2016 or 2018. It's been on the festival circuit for a while. It's finally got a select theatrical release uh, as of the 13th of this month. 
and it's based on a book by Kent Nurburn, who wrote Neither Wolf Nor Dog apparently about 25 years ago or so. Uh, it's part of, I believe, a trilogy of books. And in this one, he's actually the co-writer for this script by Stephen Lewis Simpson. And I had a little struggle with this film because it, after watching it and doing some research, there seemed to be some key contextual elements in the book that are left out of the film. Hmm. And we're just supposed to know them as we go in, who characters are and the relationships wow. that are going on. But what I found wonderful about this movie, if you, if you really are patient with it, it's about an hour and 48 minutes long. And in that first hour, it's hard, it's tough. Kent, uh, who is played by Christopher Sweeney, is getting beaten up verbally and psychologically by these people who have invited him to come speak with uh, Dan, who is an elder of the Lakota tribe, played by Chief David Bald Eagle, who is wonderful yeah. in this. And he's invited to go speak with Dan, but everyone is sort of mean to him, if you will, mostly because he is a white man. Now, what I found interesting about this, thinking about it in, in the after, aftermath of the film, is I was wondering if Simpson was challenging our unconscious bias, that are we supposed to look at Kent as a good guy because he's been invited and he's, you know, he's doing sort of a favor for these right. people, but think about the history of this country and what has happened to this tribe. Yeah. And so if we think about it in terms of challenging our unconscious bias, it becomes far more powerful. However, I just struggled with the fact that because they sort of leave out these contextual elements, it becomes harder to really yeah. follow. Yeah, so uh, with, with that in mind, that was a struggle of, of kind of grabbing you and pulling you into and keeping you into it from the beginning. Yeah. If you, if you give it time, it'll work. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Okay. It's, it's great performances. Uh, it looks beautiful. It really, by the end, is kind of emotionally devastating when you add the weight of the country's history into the narrative. Is this in theaters? Uh, it is in select theaters right now in LA. I don't know if it'll go to New York or expand and further. And it is, it is doing the festival circuit as well, and right. it'll have uh, on demand um, as well. Hopefully, so, yeah. hopefully, hopefully. Right. What's your rating for this? Uh, unfortunately, for me, it's uh, seven. It's about a C plus, B minus. Okay. All right. It's right uh, on that cusp. I see the gears because... working in his head, trying to translate. Uh, I am trying yeah. to. I'm trying to because yeah. the emotional impact is there, but because it's such a struggle to fill in the gaps that are clearly there in the story, it, it's sort of hard to. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Awesome. Right. Neither worth. Neither wolf nor dog. I'll get it out. C plus uh, for Douglas Davidson. Elementsofmadness.com is where you can find uh, all the information about Douglas. Appreciate that. Appreciate you being here. Uh, we're going to take an intermission, come back with Thomas Manning, and we'll talk about uh, Hustlers, a movie about strippers. Um, and I'm, I'm intrigued to hear what Thomas you Manning. You your son to see that? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. Uh, Father of the he... year, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I know I am. Uh, and, and if we get a chance, we'll also talk about uh, a, a new film uh, in select theaters called Can You Keep a Secret? Uh, so hopefully we'll get to that too right after this brief intermission. Dooby dooby doo, where are you? We got some work to do now. Scooby dooby doo, where are you? We need some help from you now. Come on Scooby doo, I see you. Pretending you got a sliver. You're not fooling me. Hi, I'm Jennifer Harrell, your host for Fur Your Information. It's provided to entertain and educate you about all things pet 
throughout Cleveland County. We have various hosts join me each month on the show to talk about dogs, cats, reptiles, snakes, and even horses. But we want you to stick through to the second half of the show because then we will have pets live on our set that you can adopt to be a part of your forever family. For your information, once a month on C19 TV and online at C19.TV. Here in Cleveland County, many children struggle to develop due to the lack of guidance and shortage of positive role models. At the Boys and Girls Club, we make it our team's mission to aid your child in becoming a better student and more importantly, a better person with a brighter future. When your child comes to the club, you can be assured they are being guided in a manner that is beneficial to the growth as an adult that is visible in their lives. Please consider giving your child the opportunity to be the absolute best they can possibly be. Please support your local Boys and Girls Club today. Listen up. Do you have a passion for cooking? A desire to learn more about the craft of professional food preparation? If so, now's a great time to check out Cleveland Community College's brand new Culinary Arts Academy. This exciting three-month program offers hands-on training for jobs in the food service industry. Across the nation, food service is one of the fastest growing industries. With your training at CCC's Culinary Arts Academy, you can compete for jobs in hotels, restaurants, conference centers, cruise ships, and other settings. Enroll in CCC's program and you'll gain in-depth training in food procedures, preparation, and commercial kitchen operations. Plus, the program includes a special add-on. You'll get your certificate in cardiopulmonary resuscitation, or CPR, training. You can earn good money, too. Depending on where you work, starting salaries range from $20,000 to $50,000. In just 12 weeks, you can be well on your way to gaining the know-how to handle food safely, properly as a true professional. Now ask yourself, are you ready to start your journey today at CCC? They're gonna put me in the movies. They're gonna make the big star out of me. Welcome back to Meet Me in the Movies. Uh, Noel T. Man in the second here hanging out with Greg Tillman. Appreciate Douglas Davidson. Uh, he's, he's back there hanging out with Mr. Tim Foster now on the Tim Cam. And uh, we've got Derek uh, Derek is uh, back here. Uh, he's actually in the studio now. There he, there he goes. There he went. No, see, we, we tried, Derek. We knew what we were doing, and, and, uh, and Greg just messed us up. Um, and Thomas, Thomas Manning here is well. <laughs> Thomas, uh, I am. I need some drama. I mean, uh, much like Tim did last week. Tim is looking a All little right, bit better. All right, I got it. You're looking a little better this week, Tim. I'm, I'm glad, man. Um, <laughs> I think well, his head was going to explode last <laughs> his week. His head was having some issues. Well, well, Thomas, you saw this movie about strippers. and <laughs> Exotic dancers. Ex okay. Is, Sorry. Yeah, it's a PG-rated program. Okay. You need to get in really nice for Father's Day. <laughs> Exotic dancers. And, uh, and the website that you uh, are writing for is the rundownonmovies.com. People right. can find your reviews there. That's right. Yeah. Um, and occasionally find you here whenever you wake up in time. So uh, tell me about this movie called Hustlers with 50-year-old uh, Jennifer Lopez yeah, yeah. in the lead. I'm, so, I'm, yeah, give me, give me some <laughs> details on this, man. Uh, so this was written and directed by uh, Lorene Scafaria. I believe that's how you pronounce her name. And it's actually based on a New York Magazine article from 2014 from uh, Jessica Presler and starring Constance Wu and Jennifer Lopez in the lead roles. And um, they're, you know, two women who are exotic dancers at a <laughs> nightclub. And um, they're, they're really work. this is how they support their living. And it kind of really sheds light on the unfortunate realities yeah. that um, a lot of women from poorer backgrounds 
they basically have to sell their bodies um, to make a living and it's really um, really tragic in many ways but they decide that they don't have to put up with that anymore and they can kind of get back at some of the some of the kind of corrupt businessmen and Wall Street guys that come in and who um, they try to take advantage of yeah, the Yeah, they right? do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're basically abusers, and uh, they're just very vile men, and they realize that they can kind of use their abilities, if you will. and The women uh, realize it. Yeah, yeah. Good. And uh, take advantage of these men, just as they've been taken advantage of. For uh, payback. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's why it's called Hustlers. They discover how to steal from these men's bank accounts and uh, you, it, it kind of plays some games with you because you think, well, you're seeing these men getting drugged and their thousands of dollars are stolen from them and it's like, but you're rooting for that because they're jerks, I mean. Okay, they, so the yeah. women become these kind of anti-heroes. Right, exactly. Yeah, um, so yeah, Lopez and Constance Wu were spectacular, uh, both of them. Um, very physically demanding roles as well. Um, I mean, there's yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to get too far into it, but you, you know what I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah, they, they trained. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they definitely. Tell, tell me more. Groovy, baby. <laughs> well, many people may, may not realize, but I was the body double for Jennifer Lopez in, in this well, well, that, Yeah, I saw your name in the credits there. Uh, <laughs> Tim, yeah, but, um, Tim's not really sure. Yeah, but I mean, okay, maybe I will pass after 50, 50 years old, she's in great physical shape, yeah. and um, this role, she you can tell she really trained for this yeah. one. And, yeah. Um, just really um, snappy, witty dialogue. Okay. Um, a lot of dark humor in it. Yeah. Uh, combined with some really deep emotion between Lopez and Constance Wu as well. Okay. Yeah. So, so really, I mean, the story itself is solid. I mean, yeah. whenever you can find something based on previous material that's that kind of rich yeah. and true. Um, so the story was really great. Uh, performances were great. What yeah. else really worked for you on this? Um, I mean, the art direction, the production design, all of that okay. was uh, beautiful. Just there was this really had high production value. Just looking at it, you could tell they put a lot of work into the aesthetic of it all. Um, a lot of a lot of extras in some of the nightclub scenes, and just the neon lights flashing gotcha. and everything. It just had this really you know gorgeous visual look to yeah. it. Yeah. So, so um, what did not work for you? Um, well, some of the, there was some repetition as they kind of got into their hustling habits. Gotcha. Um, it's like, here's another guy they drugged, here's another guy. Gotcha. And that kind of got yeah. old. Um, I mean, you knew what they were going for. It kind of progressed the story in a sense, but uh, it got to a certain point where it got stale. And uh, so that kind of took away from yeah. the pacing. Okay. Yeah. Because the pacing was a big issue yeah, and the yeah. repetitiveness. Right. Uh, so w what rating are you giving this? Uh, I'm, I'm about a B minus yeah. for okay. it. Um, I'm really glad I watched it and uh, not, not just, you know. <laughs> but, How uh, many times yeah. did you it see it? <laughs> I actually went to see it with my sister. So okay. She, so, yeah. So, um, okay. Take that as you will. And, um, no, I'm not. But yeah, yeah, it's a B minus. It's a really, um, you know, really great to see female directors yeah. and uh, getting getting some opportunities gotcha. in the industry. And so, yeah. Lori yeah and, and you said, yeah. didn't Catherine give it a B plus? She did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, I guess depending on, uh, you know, depending on your gender, you might identify with it. Yeah, and, and, if, you, and yeah. if you average those together, a B. Yeah. So anywhere yeah. between a B minus and a B plus. Okay, yeah. and it's doing, uh, doing well at the box office yeah. also. Well, um, quickly, I'll tell you about a film called Can You Keep a Secret? This is a romantic comedy. Uh, and it is available uh, in limited release and also available uh, by pay through YouTube and Google Play. 
Uh, quirky romantic comedy, uh, Alexandra uh, Daddario stars in this, and she's a junior marketing agent who was sent to Chicago to try to pitch, uh, pitch this business um, deal for her company called Panda Organics, and she really loves it. So on her way back in the plane, she's sitting beside this guy. The plane's having some major turbulence, and uh, so she, she drinks quite a bit, and uh, kind of in her um, panic-stricken and drunken stupor, she spills her guts and spills pretty much every secret she's ever had in her life to this guy sitting beside her. Flash forward, this guy happens to be the owner of the company in which she works for, and she's never met him. Uh, that, of course, leads down this trail of how well can he keep a secret, and uh, romantic comedy kind of happens and romance ensues. Uh, this was written by a guy I really like, Peter Hutchins, uh, who wrote a film that I, I reviewed earlier this year uh, called Then Came You. Really liked this movie. Uh, one of the things I liked about that movie is the same thing I liked about this, quirky characters, some great dialogue, some real interaction that, that felt like you were watching real people. I really, really loved this. Um, uh, Alexandra, Alexander's performance was absolutely wonderful. Uh, awkward situations, you know, you, you see these characters and you're like, I don't know how I would feel about that. I don't know how I would react to that. And I think that's the purpose. So casting was great, engaging, supporting cast members. Uh, the humor was absolutely perfect at times. But other times it felt like um, some of the humor was kind of on formula autopilot. And I don't think that's the um, script writers. I think it's the directing and the editing choices uh, that were done in this. Uh, and I think uh, at times I almost felt like it was going into kind of sitcom territory, which works in sitcoms, but sometimes not so much in right. feature films. Um, I was a little distracted by that. Uh, the movie itself was um, about 94 minutes, so about an hour and a half long. But honestly, it would have been better um, with some of the fluff taken out, probably about a 75-minute film, which is still considered a feature film. I think if they had done that, it would have been a much, much more solid film. Uh, but, but it was charming. There was a quirkiness that I really loved, engaging characters, the, the, the story and the dialogue I, I enjoyed. It was entertaining. Uh, so I'm glad I watched it, um, but it's just not a perfect film. Uh, a C-plus is what I'm giving this movie. It's hard to make a good rom-com, isn't it? It is. It is. It really is. But uh, again, the writing, uh, you know, as I saw Peter, Peter Hutchins' name, I'm like, I, I know this name. And, I, and for some reason, I like this name. And then when I went back and saw what he did, I'm like, oh, that's why. Because he wrote and directed this other indie film that I watched a little earlier this year. Mm. So uh, the movie is called uh, Can You Keep a Secret? And it is available now. Uh, limited theaters, on demand, and you can also purchase it. Uh, via YouTube and Google Play, and that's happening more and more and more. Uh, Thomas, do you want to give like a 45-second <laughs> yeah. take yeah. On, uh, on a review from The yeah. Vault? Yeah. Uh, Ex Machina, it was written and directed by Alex Garland, who also did Annihilation from last year. This was from 2014, and uh, it's a sci-fi, kind of a thriller, kind of a drama. Um, it, in many ways, is similar to Blade Runner as it uses cyborgs to examine humanity and what it means to be human. Uh, one of visual effects, Oscar, uh, very impressive, both practical and digital visual effects. Um, very, really thought-provoking, tons of metaphors, you know, religion, God, humanity, all of that, and explored just an hour and 45 minutes and it keeps you engaged the whole time. Uh, Donald Gleason and Oscar Isaac and Alicia Vikander, they're all spectacular. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. And a very, very small cast, yeah, very yeah. limited cast. Uh, Confined limited, setting. Yeah. yeah it's almost like 10 Cloverfield Lane in that sense. Yeah. Uh, basically in a bunker. So. Yeah. yeah. It really worked for me as well. I loved yeah. this film, and it's one that I've that I've gone back to and watched again. What is your rating for Ex Machina? Uh, I give it a solid A. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Garland was nominated for Best Original Screenplay, so yeah, you'll you'll just be able to awesome. tell. Yeah. And and if you are watching from Eastern North Carolina, Ex Machina, uh, A rating from Thomas Manning. So uh, appreciate that. Uh, appreciate you spending time with us right here on Meet Me at the Movies. Uh, Greg Tillman over there scratching his head and kind of wondering what, uh, I'm here. why he's here. Uh, Douglas Davidson back there on the Tim Cam with Tim Foster. Appreciate that. Uh, and and uh, Elvis Nomsley. Uh, Derek, uh, Derek did join us again. There he is. Look at him. He's, he's half the man he used to be. Uh, and that well is just strangeness. Yeah. Thomas Manning, thank you. <laughs> thank you as well. <laughs> And uh, quote of the week. Uh, this I never should have gotten him that invisibility cloak. <laughs> yeah, that Harry Potter uh, prop really is working, yeah. actually. Uh, this comes from Emma from the film Can You Keep a Secret? At the end of the day, we're all just trying to do the best that we can. So until next so time. So true. It is. Until next time. Noelty Manny II for the Meet Me at the Movie through C19.tv is where you can find us and uh, email us info at C19.tv. Till next time, that's a wrap. Except for making two.